Well, dear boys and girls, I know that you are very excited this day because I remember my own day of the First Holy Communion when I received Jesus for the first time, such a special day, it's, and I remember it, and it was 50 years ago this very day, 50 years ago this very day I received the Lord for the first time, and I remember my classmates, I remember the boys and girls in my class, just like you, so beautiful, especially the girls, stunning in their white dresses, their white dresses, and we processed from our school, our parish school, into the church, and I'll never forget, it was really just such a beautiful and exciting day. Why is it so exciting? Because when we receive Jesus in Holy Communion, we receive the living God. When we receive Jesus in Holy Communion, we receive the living God. You know, at Passover, from this passage that we just heard in the Gospel of St. Mark, Jesus was preparing for his passion. He was preparing to leave his disciples. He prepared them over and over again, saying that he was going away. Going away. The master they could touch, spend time with, hear him speak, laugh with, cry with. And behold, his many, many works, he's going to leave. But Jesus, in his divine wisdom, devised a way to be with us always. To be with us always. He created the sacrament during the, during the Last Supper. As we heard, he took bread, blessed it, and said, This is my body. Not this is a symbol of my body. This is my body. And in one of the rituals of the cup, at the end of the meal, he gave thanks and gave it to them. And he said to them, this is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many. And the disciples understood that the Paschal Lamb was shed, commemorating that great exodus from slavery in Egypt. But Jesus now has transformed the Passover so that what is sacrificed is himself is himself and with the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist he stays with us always in the tabernacle in the tabernacle that's why whenever we come to the church the first thing we should be looking for is the tabernacle the dwelling place of Christ and he did this to show us that he loves us and that he'll never leave us and that he calls us over and over again to himself. To himself. In that first reading from Deuteronomy, Moses was recapitulating that experience in the desert. He says, God tested you to see if you would be faithful to him, if you would listen to him. And during this great test of the Exodus, he cared for you by giving you bread from heaven, the manna. Our lives, dear brothers and sisters, boys and girls, is a test to be faithful to God amidst the ups and downs of our lives. And as Jesus told his disciples in the crowds elsewhere in the gospel, in that famous chapter 6 of St. John's gospel, he says it wasn't the manna that was the bread from heaven. I and the true bread from heaven. 
I am the true bread from heaven. And he says, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Whoever eats my blood, he said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. But if you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have eternal life. And I will raise that person, whoever does that, on the last day. So not only is the body and blood of Christ, the living God, with us now, he says this is a down payment, a foretaste of eternal life. We just can't fully describe the wonder, the beauty, the glory of the sacrament of the Most Holy Eucharist, the sacrament of holy thanksgiving. And dear brothers and sisters, especially boys and girls, we should cultivate a hunger for the Eucharist. We should look forward to it every Sunday, and even more if we can, every opportunity we can to receive Jesus Christ. And if we do that, we know that we want to be in our best in our best way, our best condition, I should say, our best disposition to receive him. That's why, in order to receive him, we have to be in the state of grace, which is why, boys and girls, you all have to make your first confession. Your first confession, not your only confession. Yes, by growing in a deep relationship with Jesus, we appreciate ever more deeply what can cause us trouble in that relationship. And that's why we go regularly to the sacrament of penance, all for increasing our hunger to receive the Lord well in Holy Communion. Boys and girls, it's my desire for you that you grow in your desire to receive Jesus. Try to remember the example of the great saint, little as she was, of St. Jacinta Marto, one of the children of Fatima. You know, even after St. Pius X lowered the age to receive First Holy Communion, she was too young to receive First Holy Communion yet, and she came down with the sickness that would ultimately take her life. The one who had seen our Blessed Mother. And there she was, lying in her bed, sick, and her cousin Lucia, other Fatima child, had come from church, just come from church, went to go visit her cousin. And as she entered the room, Jacinta said to Lucia, have you come from church? Yes. Did you receive Holy Communion? Yes. Come close. I want to be near Jesus. Come close. I want to be near Jesus. The adults here could ask ourselves, when was the last time we went home from church and somebody said to us, come close, I want to be near Jesus. Come close, I want to be near Jesus. Because, dear brothers and sisters and boys and girls, when we receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, he stays with us and we take him with us into the circumstances of our lives. In this way, we are truly God's holy people. So may you always have that desire of St. Jacinta to be with Jesus. May that never leave you. Jesus will never leave you. 
It's up to us never to leave him. And by giving us himself, he gives us all the power of his love. All the power of his love. To grow ever more deeply in holiness so that we're ready to be with him forever in heaven.